You are listening to the teaching of Ambassador Pastor Ike Samuel, a man called by God in our generation to transform lives and uplift destinies. We believe as you listen to this tape, your life will be transported to the realm God has destined for you to be. The Word of God is for impartation rather than entertainment. So listen and be blessed. Here now is the message from God's general, Ambassador Pastor Ike Samuel. If you have it, I will ask you to stand as it is a custom in this house to stand while reading the Word of God. James chapter 5. I just want to read only one verse for the sake of time. And that verse will be verse 16. My translation of choice is the amplified version of the Bible. If you don't have the Amplified, you would please look up to the multimedia screen and we're going to read it together as a family. Are you ready to read? Is anybody ready to read? Let's read one to go. Confess to one another, therefore, your faults, your slips, your first steps, your offenses, your sins, and pray also for one another that you may be healed and restored to a spiritual tone of mind and heart. The earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available that is dynamic in his working. My Lord, my Lord. The earnest, earnest here means heartfelt, continued prayer of not just anybody but a righteous man makes tremendous power what? Makes tremendous power what? And this power is dynamic in his working. The New King James Version says that the effective fervent prayer of the righteous availeth what? Much. The word availeth much means it makes everything available. Prayer <laughs> makes everything available. How many of us want to experience the availability of all things? Availability of long life, good health, prosperity, children. You want everything to be available unto you? Then shout with me, I must pray. Lift those hands. Father, in the name of Jesus, I will ask that you initiate us again, like never before, into the lifestyle, the culture of prayer. Let this church be known as a praying church. This time around, we are going back to the devil's camp and we are taking everything that belongs to us. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for the miracles and the testimonies heaven has already released. We receive them today in the mighty name of Jesus Thank you, Heavenly Father. For in Jesus' name, we pray. Help me high-five your neighbor and tell him prayer can fix it. Oh, yes. High-five somebody else and tell him prayer can fix it. That would be my deliberation today. You can take your seat. Prayer can fix it. Ladies and gentlemen, in our year of extreme prosperity, in our year of exploit and extreme prosperity, it is my prerogative to establish before you today that prosperity cannot happen outside of power. Prosperity is a function of power. In fact, prosperity is powered by power. 
<laughs> Prosperity. Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 18. You shall remember the Lord your God for it is He that giveth thee hmm? Somebody shout it. Say power. Shout it again. Say power. Is He that giveth thee power to make wealth. Listen. There is no obvious tangible prosperity that is void of power. Anyone that you see with obvious financial prosperity, even if they made that money through dubious means, there was this kind of power backing them up. Is anybody getting what I'm trying to say? A lady who is well established internationally in the business of prostitution, she's not empty. She's not alone. <laughs> she has done something that she doesn't know about. Hmm? The person who took a year old baby and Killed that baby and did something with that baby to prosper. They call it blood money. There is power back in it. The world is not a place you want to live without power. Eh? To survive here on earth, you need power. Shout with me, say power. <laughs> say it again, say power. I tell you, the devil appears to be powerful, but I notice that the power of the devil is because we handed him over to our sin lifestyle and fear. Hello? Because the Bible says that to whoever you willingly submit yourself, that thing becomes your master. Yeah? Whoever you submit yourself to obey becomes your master. Because we have yielded to the devil through our lifestyle of sin and through our spirit of fear. No wonder the Bible says that God has not given us the spirit of what? When Job said that that which I greatly feared had come upon me. Once you subscribe to fear, anything negative can happen to you. Did you hear what I just said? Once you subscribe to fear, anything negative can happen to you. So, Pastor Ike, if the devil is not powerful, why is he, why is he doing all of these things? Because men, consciously or unconsciously, knowingly or unknowingly, hand over the right the legitimate authority to torment us by our lifestyle of sin or by our fears. But when it comes to power, <laughs> it's my opinion that the devil or God is not in competition with the devil. Did you hear what I just said? It's my opinion that God is not in competition with the devil. Why? Romans chapter 13, verse 1. That's the reason. Romans chapter 13, verse 1. Go there real quick. Let's see it. Romans 13 verse 1. Look at it. The Bible says, Let every soul be what? Subject to the governing authority. For there is no authority. There is no power. There is no... I think it's the authority in James Version that says, There is no power except from God. The powers that be are ordained. Somebody say ordained. Somebody say ordained. Ordained by God. The powers that be are ordained by God. Do you know who God is? God is the head of principalities and power. Hey, Jesus. In Matthew 28 says, All power in heaven and on earth has been given to who? Uh-huh. So when it comes to power, God is not competing with the devil. What am I trying to say? <laughs> Men that prosper with any form of power, prosper with an inferior power. But residing inside of you is the superior power, yet you are poor. Why? Eh? 
your God, your God has the full depository of power. Hmm? Your God. And you are complete in him. Who is the head of principality and power? You are complete in him. He is the head of principality and power. All power has been given to him. There's no power but of his. And I'm complete in him. That's why I, I, I treat the devil like a piece of rag. That's why it will be hard to be threatened by the devil. If that somebody is doing stronger and stronger, they will go and do something with my picture. Are they not all over my Facebook? Try. If they burn you well, try. And then I will let you know that my life is hidden in Christ and Christ in God. For you to be able to assess where I am, you have Christ to contend with. Huh? You have God to contend with. Okay? I am hidden in the inner place. Huh? I am hidden in a place that no mad person can just assess. Listen, my life is precious for God. Hmm? You cannot just take it anyhow. Is anybody here on something? Power. My God is the owner of all power. And it takes power to prosper. For when you remember the Lord your God, He gives you power to do what? Don't be fooled. Prosperity cannot occur outside of power. So if you are as interested as I am, the question now will be, how do I assess this power? How do I live life? A powerful guy. Don't think I'm not being tried. Huh? <laughs> because nobody can be nobody can be helped by God at this magnitude and the devil is not angry. Hello? Hmm? But knowledge is power. Some people say with me, say knowledge is power. And I know who I am. I know where my life is hidden. And I know that you cannot do anything without permission being granted. Because there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained by God. So when, when the Satan wanted or the devil wanted to deal with Peter, he went to take permission from the one who dispenses power. For the one who gives permission. Jesus came to Peter and said, the devil came. He, when the devil wanted to molest Job, he also went for permission. He says, is it not because you have placed so much power and edge around him? I wish children of God would be conscious of the power that they have when they walk around. You are not just a daughtery being walking around. You, are, you carry power, sir. Eh? I say you carry power. He said, the devil has come to request so that he can sweep you like a witch. Peter, he said, but I have prayed for you. That's the involvement of our elder brother. Eh? He said, I have prayed for you. That your source of power does not fail. What's your source of power? Faith. That your faith does not fail. How is faith your source of power? For with man it's impossible, but not with God. With God all things are possible. And then to him that believeth. How many things are possible? I tell you. To someone who has faith, anything is possible. Everything is possible. Help me touch your neighbor again and convince that neighbor for me. Tell him prayer can fix it. When you are in an impossible situation of your life, on a relaxed, prayer can fix it. 
when they've given up on you and they say this one cannot happen, hey man, prayer can fix it. Eh? When the doctors gave you a report that is threatening, prayer can fix it. Yeah? He said, what, what did Jesus do? Jesus said, I have prayed for you. Jesus' solution to the devil's permission to deal with Peter was prayer. It's crazy for Jesus to pray and you live your life without prayer. You, you, can you imagine it? Jesus, when he was here, would always take that time to separate himself to pray. <laughs> to pray. To pray. But we live in a time that people no longer pray. Pastor, I, how do I activate? How do I activate this power? Listen, I believe that one way to activate this power is to be born again. Is to be born again. If you must activate this power, you must be born again. The Bible says that as many that believe in him, to them gave he power. To become what? Uh-huh. To them gave he what? Power. Somebody shout with me, say power. Hey, I'm not hearing you again. Say power. As many that believe in him, to them gave he power. To become what, what you receive when you give your life to Christ. One of the things God gives to you is power. Power. And I argued in the first service that the power that saved your soul can make you to prosper. Honestly, if I am to imagine that these power are, powers are separated, but they are not. If we have to weigh the power that saved your soul and the power responsible for your prosperity, the power that saved your soul will weigh more. How do you know? God, what shall it profit a man to inherit the whole world and lose his own soul? God's greatest investment is for the salvation of your soul. Is anybody with me? His greatest investment is, this, is for the salvation of your soul. It took God, his only begotten soul, to save your soul. He went all out to save your soul. And at the instance of receiving him as your Lord and personal Savior, to those people, he gave power. Power. So the power that made you to be born again, okay, can make you to prosper. It's therefore my conclusion that it is, it is, it is, it is a disgrace to redemption to remember. If people kill the blood of a young baby and they become rich as a result, why are you poor even after the blood of his only begotten son has been killed? Let me shake your level. That's a happy birthday to you. Let me shake a little. Make sure that she's not sleeping or he. Make sure. Just shake, shake, shake. We are talking about something serious. <laughs> the power that got you born again, okay? That power can make you to prosper. Remember the Lord your God for it is He that gives you the power to prosper. Pastor, I, how do I generate this power? Number two. Number one, you must be born again. Number two. The way to generate this power is to pray. Hey, uh, let me beg you, I never tell you, you must pray. In our text, ladies and gentlemen, the Bible said that the effectual fervent prayer 
of a righteous man availeth much. This prayer and the condition to it, which is that it must be effectual. What does it mean to be effectual? It must be heartfelt. What does it mean to be fervent? It must be continuous. Prayer must become a lifestyle if you must carry power. The factual fervent prayer of a righteous man, another, another condition there is righteousness. Because the prayer of a sinner comes to God as a filthy rag. His eyes is holy that he cannot be behold iniquity. He said, It is your sin that has separated you from me. Is anybody with me? Is anybody with me? The prayer of a right. Let me ask anybody say, How righteous are you? The prayer, the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man makes all sins possible. It makes tremendous power available. This power is a dynamite. This power. Drop it at any rock. It will break the rock into pieces. This power is, is not stereotyped. This power, you can't put it in a straitjacket. This power is dynamic in its working. The power enters your system for another purpose and it will fix any other purpose. Enters your system for barrenness. It will see poverty, we fix it. Because the power by nature is dynamic in his work. Prayer, okay, incubates power. He said, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power possible. Ladies and gentlemen, prayer does not make some things available. Prayer makes all things available. The question I have to ask is, what do you do when you don't know what to do? Pray. What do you do when your womb is blocked and 20 years, 25 years is already gone? Sweetheart, pray. What do you do when your job is on the line and they are threatening to sack you from your place of work? Pray. What do you do when your superiors are against you and they are not just against you? It's very obvious that they, they show it to you that they are against you. Pray. What do you do when you don't know who to run to? Ah, run to God. What do you do when everybody is against you? Locate God. Because if God can be for you when people are against you, then everybody is for you. Because one with God is majority. I don't need your validation or your approval. Once God can put his stamp on me, baby, I am validated, I am approved, and I can get whatever it is that I require. Hello with me, say pray. I can't hear you, church. Shout it last, say pray. Uh, what do you do when your husband or your wife is acting funny? What do you do when your money is acting funny? You must pray. What do you do when you need a financial breakthrough and it's not coming your way? Sweetheart, pray. What do you do when more graduates are trooping out of university and there is no job? You must pray. What do you do when you are about to lose something important and precious to you? You must pray. The reason your prayer is depleted is because the devil has successfully depleted your prayer life. 
The reason your power is depleted is because the devil has successfully depleted your prayer life. If the devil can puncture your prayer life, he has successfully punctured, forgive my English, your power. Somebody say punctured. Is it correct? It's correct. Punctured. If he can attack your prayer life, okay, you will end life powerless. No wonder the Bible says that so much knowledge has made them proud or made them mad. Ladies and gentlemen, we have gone mad since the advent of telecommunication technology of GSM or mobile phone or devices. Now we ping more than we pray. How can someone spend five hours on calls and five minutes on prayer? Your prayer is, Lord, take care of my day. As you are brushing your teeth, it is well in the name of Jesus. But when an irrelevant, absolute stupid person who does not have any plan for your life calls you, and the thing that is being discussed is grossly irrelevant, you invest five hours on that call, Yet you cannot invest time to pray hey, to the God who is the source of your life. To the God who can turn things around for you. To the God who can pick you from the dungeon and put you where kings reside. You have to shift and change the order. You have to get back to prayer. Mm. Let me touch on them and say you must pray, you must pray, you must pray. The church is the hope of the world, but to weaken the church, all you need to do is to weaken the prayer life of the church. The attack on your prayer life is not by mistake. Watch this. It is a very hyper, super conscious attack from the pit of hell. Have you ever asked yourself why you can come for midweek services, why you can come for Sunday services, but our Tuesday or our Saturday morning prayer section, you are not there? Have you asked yourself that? Because the devil is consciously, very deliberately attacking your prayer life. Power is hidden in prayer. More prayer, more power. Less prayer, less power. And until you, before you can molest the devil, you must have access to power. To have access to prayer power, you must pray. In every church, though we are the hope of the world, the devil has mastered how to frustrate us. The devil will wait for our prayer life to mess it up. Because the moment he can mess our prayer life up as a church, he can deal with us. The devil hates prayer. He attacks it so much to the extent of attacking people that are even called and anointed into the ministry of prayer. He attacks them with pride. There's this nonsense pride that comes with prayer. Because you prayed and somebody got healed, the devil comes with an attack and you're not even aware that that's an attack. You carry, you carry yourself so braggadociously. I did a mighty miracle. Something great happens to me. You don't know how to reflect back the glory. You don't know how to channel back the glory. And once pride comes in, fall is obvious. Hmm? Because pride comes before a fall. So the, the people that are meant to model prayer, the people that are anointed for prayer in the church, they are even attacked. And they are not aware of it. Meanwhile, prayer is a ministry for everybody. Hello? But what I'm saying is this. Even the people that are to lead and to model prayer in most churches are even weak in prayer without knowing that the devil can spare anything but not prayers. 
please beg your neighbor for me and tell him, pick your prayer fire up. Let me touch another neighbor and say, enough is enough for the devil. Pick your power up. Ladies and gentlemen, the devil knows that if you pray, you will defeat him. The devil knows that if you pray, you will be free from him. The devil knows that if you pray, you condition him as against him, conditioning, controlling, and commanding you all the time. Let me shout it loud. Enough is enough, devil. Am I in house on the rock beneath, please? My goodness, I don't know. I just you guys should not make me to keep running. Don't make me to run because when I preach half of this in other churches, everywhere I get fire. I need you to respond. Shout with me, say enough is enough, devil. Shout it, say enough is enough, devil. I'm picking my power up. I can't live another day without generating power. You cannot distribute the power you've not generated. Hmm? You can't dispense the power you've not generated. That's why we are weak. We have not generated it. How can we? You lay your hands on the sick and they are looking at you. Because you cannot pass on the power you've not generated. In power, in power understanding, in power concept, you can only, you should generate it first before you distribute it. Your generator in your house cannot just power your house. Unless you start it. So when this starts the generator, that is generating power. When you switch it on somewhere, the power is dispensed. Never go out trying to dispense power you've not generated. Eh? Don't say, I'm anointed. You look at a mad person, you want to lay your hands. Several sons of Skiva tried it. The slab they went on with, they didn't bargain for it. You won't generate power. You want to dispense it. Shivagara Matuzala. In Ketushi Brigedusi Kata, Madusi Brigedu Shati Kadaya, Imbragadusi Kaya. Help me touch your neighbor and say, You must get back to power. Shati say, I'm getting my power back. Say, I'm getting my anointing back. Say, I'm getting my fire back. A woman in this house should take advantage of these 21 days of praying and fasting and fix her marriage. Hmm? A businessman in this house should take advantage of these 21 days of praying and fasting and get his business to the next level. Please listen and listen good right here, right now. God told me about this year's push and he said, I quote, Those that want to see me manifest should pray with the different prayer timelines and they must not break the 21 days chain. He said, those that want to see me manifest this year. <laughs> Let me ask this question. How many of us want to see God manifest, really? I mean, you are, you are, you are tired. You, enough is enough. You, you are not ready to send the devil. You can come this far no further. You are ready to send the devil back to the pit of hell. And enjoy your life. Let me see your hand. You want God to show up for you. Lift your right hand. Good. God said, pray with the different timelines of prayer. And he said, do not break the 21 days chain. Be faithful for us. God is a faithful God. The least we can do is to reciprocate His faithfulness. Be faithful. Be faithful. Nothing will happen. Heaven will not fall. Create out time. Because you have always created that time for things that are mundane. 
create that time for spiritual things and say to yourself, in these 21 days, I won't break it. Every day in the next 21 days, I'll be in church by 5 p.m. Pastor Ike, what do you mean? Prayer timelines. Number one, when it's 12 midnight, God said, invest at least minimum of 30 minutes or maximum of one hour by 12 midnight. When it's 3 a.m., wake up again and pray for 30 minutes or one hour. When it's 6 a.m., wake up again and pray. As you're praying, carry your family along for 30 minutes or one hour. Hmm? When it's 9 a.m., Wake up again and pray. If you are in office, take out your time and pray. If the Muslims can excuse themselves to pray, I don't know why the Christians shouldn't. 30 minutes, 1 hour. When it's 12 noon, take out 30 minutes, 1 hour and pray. When it's 3 p.m., take out 30 minutes, 1 hour and pray. When it's 6 p.m., take out 30 minutes, 1 hour and pray. When it's 9 p.m., Take out 30 minutes or one hour to pray. Is anybody getting me? And back to 12 midnight. Take out 30 minutes. You're going to be praying around the clock. It's the crazy stuff, man. You will see what will happen this year. Unless you still are comfortable with poverty. If you truly want to see that God does not fail whenever he makes any promise. Try this. He said, I will show myself to people that will observe these prayer timelines and people that will not break the chain of the 21 days. Watch this. When we come back today in the evening by 5 p.m., I will teach you what to pray. At every, every prayer timeline have their specific prayers. What you pray by 3 a.m., which is a very powerful hour, is not what you pray by 12 midnight. The issues you address by 12 midnight is not the same issues you address by 3 a.m. It's not the same issue you address by 6 a.m. There's a time you speak to the womb of the day. You command and manipulate things in the realm of the spirit only for you to reap it outwardly. People that rule, rule from the spirit. It's time for the church of Jesus Christ to wake up. Let me push your neighbor. Push that sleep out of that level. Tell him you must wake up. Yes, because when you start talking prayer, people start sleeping. Push, push, push that never say, wake up! Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, let me initiate a question that I will attempt to answer in these 21 days. Especially maybe Sundays and Thursdays. Pastor Ike, how powerful is prayer? How powerful <laughs> Is prayer. Quickly, first Samuel chapter one. First Samuel chapter one. Perpetual fervent prayer of a righteous man. First Samuel chapter one, verse nine. Perpetual fervent prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available. So Hannah arose after they had finished eating and drinking in Shiloh. Now Eli the priest was sitting on the seat by the doorpost of the tabernacle of the Lord. Go fast, go fast, go fast. And she was in bitterness of soul. Somebody said desperation. Oh boy. Say, like, say desperation. She was in bitterness of soul. And she prayed to the Lord. And wept in anguish. The next verse. 
Then she made a vow and said, Oh Lord of hosts, if you will indeed look on the affliction of your maidservants and remember me, and not forget your maidservants, but will give your maidservant a male child, then I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life, and no razor shall come upon his head. The next verse, and it happened as she continued. And she what? Heartfelt what? Heartfelt continued. And it happened that as she continued praying before the Lord, that Eli watched her mouth fast. Now Hannah spoke in her heart. Only her lips moved, but her voice was not heard. Therefore Eli thought she was drunk. The next verse. Eli thought she was drunk. So Eli said to her, How long will you be drunk? Put your wine away from you. But Hannah answered and said, Oh my Lord, talk you nothing now. Verse 17, Then Eli, Eli, Eli answered and said, Go in peace and be God of Israel grants your petition which you have asked of him. Ladies and gentlemen, Hannah got to that point that she said, devil enough is enough. She got to the point that I don't want to be ridiculed anymore by my husband's wife. She got to the point that she said, I cannot remain in this situation any longer. She got to the point that she said, I must break out. It's first true fervent prayer is not a psychedelic prayer. No, sir. No, ma. If that's your fervent prayer, is a desperate prayer, because when your situation becomes desperate, I recommend a desperate, desperate action. When your situation is desperate, man, you approach it in a desperate way. Somebody stop it. You say, I must pray. Hannah said, Eli, I have been buried. But she got to a point and said, a me barren, never. She got to a point and said, me, me barren, error, and never again. I know what to do. Because when you don't know what to do, it has pray. When everything has turned against you, pray. When there's nobody to help you, pray. When your husband says to you, am I not better to you than ten stars? Ignore him and pray because he does not understand what you are going through. There's no woman in the position of Hannah that we take it lightly. I will pray because prayer can fix it. Hannah with me say I must pray. Lord, I see this coming. Hannah went to Shiloh. She went to Zion. She went to church. She heard the horn of the altars and she forgot the word. She prayed until she had the disposition of insanity. She prayed until she began to misbehave. She prayed until she forgot her makeup. She prayed until she forgot her dressing. She prayed until she forgot her elocution. She prayed until she forgot her speaking or skill. She prayed and she didn't even have any words to pray again. She prayed the kind of prayer that Jesus prayed. When he got to the tomb of Lazarus, the Bible said he began to groan. Hannah's mouth was shaking, but she was not saying anything. She prayed. The prophet said, you are drunk. She said, I'm not drunk. I must attack this situation desperately, baby. Attack your situation in these 21 days. She prayed. Because prayer 
Prayer is the solution. No wonder the devil is against prayer. How powerful is prayer, Pastor Ike? Number one, prayer gives a barren Hannah her heart desire. Prayer can give you whatsoever that you need. My time is running now. Let's pick up speed. Prayer. Let all believing God for the fruit of the womb try this 21 days. Let all believing God, not just for anyhow marriage, but for a good husband, try this 21 days. Let all believing God for healing in their body, try this 21 days. Let everyone believing God for a turn around, try this 21 days. Number two, how powerful is prayer? The widowed woman and the judge. Let's quickly now go to Luke chapter 18. I'm almost there, I'm almost there. Luke chapter 18 from verse 1. Let's go there quickly. Luke chapter 18. This story was told by Jesus himself. Then he spoke a parable to them that men, this is Jesus preaching on prayer. Jesus is preaching on prayer. Let us hear Jesus' message on prayer. Jesus was preaching on prayer here. And Jesus said to them in a parable that men ought always to pray and not to lose heart or not to faint. Sit heart. Let me just quickly submit to you that if you don't pray, you will lose heart. The reason why you give up so quickly, so easily, is because you are not praying. The reason why your attitude suddenly changed. Listen, I have seen it. I, I see it. I see it every day. Somebody who is committed in church suddenly has changed her attitude. It's either she's attacked by those who poison the heart of innocent people in church because it's not everybody that comes to church that must be your friend. There are people you start associating in church, your commitment will drop. Or she's attacked by the fainting of her heart. I have expected this to happen. I have watched it happen around my friends and it has not happened to me. And then she's now cold towards God. She's now lukewarm in the things of God. Honey, if you don't pray, you will lose heart. If you don't pray, you will faint. Jesus gave us a solution and said, Man, man, ought always to pray and not to faint. Let's go. The next verse. Quickly. Say it. Jesus, there was a certain, in a certain city a judge who did not fear God nor regard man. Yep. Now there was a widow in that city and she came to him saying, get justice for me from my adversary. Understand the paid degree of this judge. No fear for God. No regard for man. And this widow came to a man who does not fear God. Nor regard man. And she said, Oga, I don't have money to hire any lawyer. I don't have money to pay for any lawyer. I am my lawyer by myself. In fact, you, the judge, you are my lawyer. She came and said, Give me advantage over my adversary. And he would not for a while. The judge refused her. The judge refused. She came again. The judge refused. But afterward, the judge said within himself, Though I do not fear God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubles me, I will avenge her. Lives by her. If it's making sense, I need you to be noting that. Continual. The reason your power is depleting is because you pray today and you run tomorrow. 
needs by her continual coming, she weary me. Next verse. Then the Lord said, Jesus said, make me hear, make me hear, make me hear. Jesus said, can you guys hear what the unjust judge said? He now started drawing his conclusion. This is how Jesus concluded. Jesus now concluded and said, and shall God, hey, not avenge his own elect, who cry out day and night to him. Oh Lord. Though he bears long with them, baby, when God is taking his time, relax. Don't start speaking enmity with God. He's not your mate. Don't start threatening Pastor Eric. I will not be committed in church again. Look at you. Unfortunately for you, I came into this year without begging anybody. If you do your own, I go ignore you, they do my own. To beg or to call you again, that was then, this is now. Oh boy, because heavenly race are personal. Why are you threatening? You're threatening me. I will be committed again in church. <laughs> people, people pick enmity with God. Because what I'm expecting has not happened. They change attitude, they become nasty. There is a wicked judge that changed his mind by the continuous prayer of a widow. There is a good God. If a wicked judge could change his mind, why do you think that your God will not show up for you? Is anybody getting what I'm saying? Allow with me, say pray. <laughs> say it loud, say pray. Let's end it. Let's go there fast. Will he not? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith on earth? First of all, what are you trying to say? Watch this. Write this down. <laughs> there is no prayer that won't be answered no matter how wicked the one with the answer is. There is no prayer that won't be answered no matter how wicked the one with the answer is. God is with my answer. And God is not wicked. If a wicked judge could answer this man, the God who is my, who is, with, with my answer is not wicked. Ladies and gentlemen, all he wants from me is to pray. And prayer, I must pray. Pastor Ike, how powerful is prayer? Number two, prayer provokes immediate, progressive, and eventual answer to anything he prayed about. How powerful is prayer? Prayer provokes immediate, progressive, and eventual answer to anything he prayed about. <laughs> There are people that got married looking for the fruit of the womb. It didn't happen after one year, after two years, after three years, after four years, after five years, after 20 years. It happened. Bishop Mike Lagi is one example. Hello. It happened. Because anything you prayed about, the power of prayer will provoke the answer to that. If you do it either immediately or progressively or eventually. But as long as heaven is consigned, there's nowhere in heaven where they store prayers. Prayers are always answered. It, 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 it is now foolishness if I must submit not to pray. You are against yourself not praying. How powerful is prayer? The last point. The last point, real quick. 
Matthew chapter 17, from verse 14 to verse 21. Let's go there. Matthew 14. I'm talking about the father of a lunatic son. Matthew 14. Jesus came down from mountain with some of his disciples, three of them. Matthew chapter 17, from verse 14 to 21. Came down from mountain, Matthew chapter 17. And then, and when they had come to the multitude, a man came to him, kneeling down to him, saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is an epileptic and suffers severely. He's suffering from the lunatic, for he often falls into fire and often into water. Imagine the skin of this boy. Just imagine the skin of this boy. Imagine the severity of this situation. So I brought him to your disciples. But they could not cure him. Then Jesus answered and said, Oh, faithless and perverse generation. He was talking to his disciples. How long shall I be with you? They said, I know this pain. Until you're a leader, you will not understand this pain. If you're a leader, you'll know this pain. You go be with people, they go see they misbehave. You go tire. Hey, they think they pain, no? You wonder, how long? How long? What have I not taught? What have I not said? What have I not tried to model? I model good marriage. Men will be slapping their wives. And they are a member of this church. Yeah, this is not your church. Oh. Better locate your church. I release you in the name of Jesus. Jesus said, What is wrong with you guys? How long? How long will I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? He left them, ignored the disciples. He said, I beg, bring the boy to me. Next verse. And Jesus rebuked the demon, and it came out of him, and the child was cured from that very hour. Real quick, let's go. Then the disciples, see them. They came to Jesus privately because they don't disgrace themselves. Say, why could we not cast it out? So Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief, number one, Assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this one to move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be possible for you. Next verse. However, this kind, somebody say this kind, desperate situations require desperate measures. They require desperate approach. If your wahala is this kind of wahala, eh? bring it on. This 21 days, okay, let's deal with it. If devil say, no, they hear, eh? carry him and come. Hmm? He go here by force. Jesus said, this kind, this kind does not go out Except by halite. And what? There's a level you get to in life. You suffer your flesh. For your spirit to grow. All this so much mad eyes. That's why you are not getting there fast. So much mad eyes. One stupid boy will bring mad eyes and misbehave. In the midst of fasting. People cannot resist mad eyes. In the midst of fasting. He said, God, we understand. Let me just, how can I resist these mad eyes? Okay? Discipline your flesh so that your spirit will take over. It's one day. Jesus said, This kind does not go out 
except by prayer and by what? Number three, how powerful is prayer? This is my last point. Prayer brings the solution to a severe situation. The severity of a situation does not negate the power of prayer. That's how powerful prayer is. If your situation is severe, oh boy, let's deal with it. Hmm? I keep answering this question as we go on. Let's deal with it. Let me conclude, ladies and gentlemen. God has released prosperity like a river on a rampage to this house. But it takes responsibility from us to make it manifest. This responsibility is expressed in your willingness to activate the power that has been made available through prayer. I want to invite you to join me beginning from this evening. You will see prayer like Hannah prayed. You will see prayer like Jabez prayed. You will see prayer like Jacob prayed. The way Jacob wrestled with the angel and said, I can't continue like this. Blessed yet cost. Gifted yet no making progress. I can't continue to watch even the people I'm better off move on. And I'm in a place. No, no, no. Forget it. I can't continue to see my banana mock me and do whatever. If, my, if the sperm of my husband cannot work, there's a God in heaven. She came to Shiloh. She poured out her heart like a drunk woman. Like a lunatic. Like a mad woman. She prayed forgetting who is by her side. The devil does not answer to psychedelic approach. All this year is not needed this time around. Yeah? They know they do a fizzy. When jungle mature. Okay? When jungle mature, who know no go no? Eh? If I will tear my garment, I will tear it. Okay? If I will pour ashes on my head, I will pour it. But I will so pray that the devil himself will know that I don't need to go close to this guy again. Is anybody ready? Do you have that kind of situation in your life? Jesus said this kind. And there are many people under the sound of my voice. You suffer from this kind. This kind. Marriage is no fruit of the womb. This kind. Everybody around you is making progress. Only you. This kind. The thing has defied medical approach. When your situation is this kind of situation, the solution to it is prayer. Jesus said, this particular one cannot go out except by praying and fasting. Prayer is the foundation of the church, but it's under attack. What the church, what the devil needs to attack to bring down a church is the prayer life of the church. Show me a church that is not fervently praying. I'll show you a church that will not take the governmental authority or position in a city. Let's pray. Let's pray. The disciples were in a room. The Bible said they prayed. Hey. And literally where they were began to shake. They prayed. They prayed. They prayed. There is a kind of prayer that you will pray. The building you are will begin to move. Not because there is an earthquake. But because there is a spiritual earthquake. They prayed. They took Peter. After they killed James, right? The church stayed for what? They went in and locked the door. And they prayed. 
<laughs> the church prayed until what they were praying for began to knock at the door where they were praying. Okay, my submission is this: pray. You have cried so much, crying can't fix it. It's only prayer that can fix it. You must pray until what you are praying for begins to knock at your door. You must pray <laughs> until your Peter comes to where you are praying. All this while you've been pursuing the miracle. But when you switch over to the prayer, huh, the miracle will come to you. You have been so lazy. That's why you are not making the progress you ought to make. This is the 21 days God has given us to revive. Listen, character is built in 21 days. Addiction is built in 21 days. Can also be broken in 21 days. If you want to see yourself initiated into the realm of prayer, use these 21 days to activate that addiction. Is anybody ready? Church, are you ready? God said he will show himself like never before. You guys don't know the amount of miracles happening. There's a one I'm not going to have not been released to share. But the day that miracle will be shared in this house, I can tell you for one month you won't recover from it. Stop. Things are happening. And it's, it's void of me or Pastor Lisa. This is God. Okay? Things crazy are happening. Let's pray. So that I can watch you carry your miracle. Let's pray. It's time for choir, not just to sing anyhow. Sing from from the incubation room. It's time to pray. Hey! It's time to pray yourself into your money. Pray yourself into your prosperity. It's time to pray yourself into long life. It's time to pray yourself into divine health. Hey! It's time to pray your husband into being a good man. Pray your wife into being a submissive woman. It's time to pray your children into your womb. It's time to pray. It's time to pray until peace is restored in Nigeria. It's time to pray until your family is delivered from untimely death. It's time to pray until the circle of poverty is, is taken away from your family. It's time to pray. No, 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 no. They say that the sickness is hereditary. So your brother died of high blood pressure. You're already expecting that it will come to you. Your mother died of cancer. You're already expecting it's come to, coming to you. Because they say it's hereditary. Sit out, sit out, sit out. When I don't know what to do, there's only one solution. Pray! Hey, prayer can make me not to die by watching my mother. Prayer can make me not to die by watching my father. Prayer can make me not to die by watching my uncle. It is time to hold God and say we won't let you go. It's time to shake the gates of heaven. It's time to get to our own judge. Who is not a wicked judge? Who is a righteous judge? And say to him, God, you desire for me to pray. God, avenge me of my adversaries. It's time to pray. This is a prayer revival. This is a prayer fire. This is a prayer move. 
This is getting into that life you have longed for. This is getting that miracle you have desired. This is getting that manifestation that you've always prayed for. I tell you, this is what you want. 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 This is what can fix him. This is what can fix her. This is what can give you a miracle. If Hannah testifies because she prayed, you will testify too. If the widow woman was visited because she prayed, you too will be visited. If a severe situation was handled by prayer, honey, I don't care how severe that your situation is. I tell you, I don't care how severe that your situation is. Men of God are laid hands on you. The fibroid is still there. And that's a word for somebody here. It's just as if the fibroid will not want to go. Hey, let's watch and see.